0: everyone, welcome to There's a System to This Madness podcast. I am your host, Osazé Shabazz. Each week, I talk about the difficult situations we face by peeling back the layers of politics, education, and culture. Today is July 19th, 2022. I know I've always made excuses on the delay of this podcast. However... Due to some things I had said on Facebook, probably about a month ago, I found myself in the proverbial Facebook jail. I was trying to hold out until my sentence was released because I was under the impression that it was just for 30 days. However, I guess I'm on there longer and it's, you know, of course, according to Facebook politics is probably for some stupid shit. Well, they actually told me what it was. There was a post, a friend of mine actually made a post. It was a picture of a father where he was saying, be careful with my daughter. And I made in the comments because some daughters have fathers like me that would just simply kill you. of course, I guess that's a trigger word It just, it it blows my mind with all of the shootings and how the majority of these individuals have used social media in regards to telling what they're going to do. And at no time was any type of red flag drawn or warnings given, but yet, A comment is made basically saying that, yeah, you fuck with my daughters. I'm going to fuck back with you. And it was just a comment. I'm not going to say it was a joke because I'm dead serious about that. But in terms of looking at my history, I don't have no militia background. I don't have a stockpile of weapons such as the individuals in the last several mass shootings, but yet Facebook felt the need to pretty much um, shut down the page that is connected to this podcast. So pretty much, you know, hey, at this point, you know, I can still post things because actually the page that they shut down, shut down, I keep saying it's a page because I get my Facebook lingo kind of twisted. There's a group page, and then there's a page page. The podcast has a group page, which that is what I post most of my things to. A lot of the memes, and which gets me in a lot of trouble, that I share to other groups, That's how I put it out there, because I use that as the title, because I try not to use my own personal Facebook page. But there is a page for this podcast. In fact, it's the same name. There's a system to this madness. Just look it up. Look up the page. And from there, you will see that a number of things that I talk about, the memes that I talk about are there. So, you know, pretty much please join. It's an open page. I don't think I have, if I have the settings done right, I don't even hinder anybody from joining. Um, Right now, never had an issue with that. And pretty much, hopefully, I never will have to have, you know, restrictions or anything like that. I want the page. To be a place where people can vent their ideals, express their views. As I always say at the end of every podcast, I love to hear your opinions. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Um, Tell me your corrections. I'm just open like that. But this, this bullshit that Facebook does, it's like how they pick. And I get it. They use machines to... Listen for certain keywords, like if you say kill, if you say the word nigger, if you say the word Hitler, because all three of those phrases have gotten me put in Facebook jail. But the thing is, a machine cannot determine whether or not you're saying something in a joking manner. It just looks for the word. And when it sees the word, it will shut you down. So I don't know how long I'm going to be on this Facebook jail. I thought originally it was supposed to be 30 days, but it's obvious. I don't know. Maybe they permanently banned me or it's more than 30 days. But like they say, the show goes on. I have an Instagram page. I have a Twitter page. So pretty much because my thing is, I don't like using my personal page to post certain things that I want to express because some of the stuff that are connected to this page are different. In fact, as a clinician, one of the things that I always push for my clients is to have a venue to express what is going on, whether they write it down in a journal write it down or voice memo it or do like I do. I started a podcast and this is my therapy to two things that I do for therapy is I do a podcast or I express my views through social media and I go to the gym. To me, I always tell people therapy is key. It's essential. But at the same time, There are things that you have to place around yourself, particularly your home, your people, your friends, and also the ways that you can get things off your shoulders, off your back. And to me, there's nothing like exercising, whether it's weight training or just simply going for a walk after you get off work. Sometimes walking in the morning before you go to work to get your mind amped up. If you can, you know, take it even further, running, lifting weights. Because I guarantee when you put about, say, 300 pounds on your back and start doing squats or deadlifts, everything that is on your mind, that shit will leave. You won't think about nothing else but hoisting that weight up. So I've, I'm a firm believer. Start working out. Start Writing down your ideals. Start just venting through a voice memo and play it back or write something down and then read it back to yourself. Another thing that I always tell my clients, whenever they um, anger is triggered, write down what it took for you to de escalate your mind and save that. And write it's almost like you're writing your own instructions. There are times I go back and I listen to a podcast that I made. And from there, I just think about some of the stuff that I said. I mean, it just, it just makes me laugh, but it takes my mind off of whatever I'm going through. And I'm, I'm a firm believer. This works wonder. And you know, again, people don't understand the concept. A therapist needs therapy. You know, I never understood why things like in society where police officers and firefighters, EMTs, doctors, lawyers, all of these professions, you need to have some type of therapy treatment. Teachers, not to mention just everyday individuals, should have some type of therapeutic counseling session. Um, A lot of my clients, you know... A lot of them, they start off with maybe it was a court order because they had an anger situation. A child gets into a fight at school and they're made to do anger management. But I guarantee working with me, once we have maybe three, four sessions, I guarantee they're going to come and they're going to start looking forward to these sessions. They're going to go past the idea that this session started out as something mandatory. And they're going to realize that, hey, this stuff worked. It started out, you know, what they thought was just bullshit. But it's like, you know what? I'm starting to really feel something here. And before you know it, when you are running behind, they looking for you. That's real. So I encourage everyone to look in doing therapy. I know they have these programs where you can do talk therapy and you can have a person over a phone. I get it. I believe in any type of therapy, but I'm old fashioned. I believe in looking a person face to face. As I like to say, I like to look at your pupils. I like to see how your eyes dilate when I'm talking to you. Cause to be truthful, that's how I can tell if you're telling the truth. But anyway, let's get into what's going on. Like I said, I know it's been a while. Just want to get up to date with some of my my views. Of course, like I said, you know, the Facebook, that bullshit. And I know I'm saying, you know, go to Twitter, go to Instagram. I'm sure it's gonna be a matter of time where Mark Zuckerberg probably owns Twitter since Elon Musk um, dropped the ball and they already own Instagram, but they hadn't fucked it up yet. Not yet, but hopefully they won't. But come on now, when you're a billionaire and you're bored, that's your natural inclination to fuck things up. But the thing that I want to talk about is the start of the murder trial of Nicholas Cruz as you remember Nicholas Cruz is the individual that killed 17 individuals at Parkland High School in Florida you know this is the start of his so-called death penalty trial I don't think they're really calling that calling it that is basically his his murder trial or his trial you know the media has labeled death penalty trial because I guess that's pretty much what they feel is the main decision It's not a decision on whether or not he's guilty or that he's going to serve pretty much life in jail, but I guess whether or not he's going to get the death penalty. Now, based on the accounts of the circumstances, and again, This little motherfucker used social media and basically stated that, you know, hey, this is what I'm going to do in the upcoming days. I mean, he laid it out just like a lot of individuals, the, the motherfucker that shot the children in Texas. They laid it out that I got this amount of weapon. I got enough weapon to take over Fort Knox. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. They flashing their weapons on social media, Facebook. And of course, Facebook, Facebook don't do a goddamn thing. But I say the word kill and my shit is shut down. But if I'm correct, Nicholas Cruz, his shit was not shut down. You know, this is show you how... Show you how fucked up Facebook really is. I mean, that's (laughs) that just got me so irritated because you took my voice away. And I know I'm sounding personal, but that just is just is irritating. It's irritating that what you're posting. It might be harsh. And it could be comical, but it's not nothing that I ever posted was degrading. Nothing that I ever said had anything that would do with the harming of other human beings. This motherfucker, he actually says he stopped piling weapons to go out and kill. The closest I ever posted weapons, I might have posted that I'm at a, a gun range. And from there, just, you know, showing people. If you have weapons, you need to practice. I'm a firm believer. Just practice once a month just to sharpen sharpen your skills at least every 30 days. That's That's as far as I would go in regards to weaponry. But not sitting there stocking an arsenal and to go out and start killing people. You know, it's just... This shit is so mind blowing. Then I also, you know, I love I love the father of one of the children that was killed in the shooting where he, you know, of course, he interrupted President Biden, who was, you know, celebrating a speech that he had given earlier in regards to legislation on gun reform. And the father's name was Manuel. I think Manuel, Manuel, Oliver, he pretty much said, you know, it's celebrating. You patting yourself on the back for bullshit. You ain't done nothing. Yeah, I get it. Biden has to pass things that he feel that can get through both houses of Congress or the Senate. But come on, that shit. What is that going to do? the stuff that he passed. Okay. You, you change, you change the background. You make it so that people that have a diagnosis, mental health diagnosis can't get a weapon. I'm like, okay, but the individuals that did the last couple of school shootings, they didn't have, they didn't have a mental diagnosis. At least it wasn't on the books. So they still would have been able to purchase weapons. Nothing was done. However, if social media would have used their red flags and say, okay, take the same action as when a person says the word nigger or the name Hitler, if they were to take the same action to go after and look into saying, we're looking at pictures of a person that has an arsenal and say, okay, we're going to contact the police and let them see this. Cause if they got some type of bots that look at and read everything, they don't have bots that look at pictures and see photographs with Say multiple guns. Yeah, okay. Dumbass is going to post pictures of one gun. But if they see a picture that says, okay, this person got three ARs, that should raise a red flag. But, you know, you're too busy focusing on certain words, freedom of speech, but you, social media, to express your speech, but if you express that speech with certain words, then from there, everything is shut down. Go figure. Another thing that just annoys me, and I have to attack my own, and I'm saying my own people of color, because what I notice about the shooting in Texas It kind of takes me back to the Michael Brown shooting in Ferguson. Now, let me be clear. I'm not an advocate in defending the character of Michael Brown. I'm a firm believer that Michael Brown should not have been gunned down the way he was. But I think what just catches my attention with the city in Texas along with Ferguson, Missouri. The thing that just bothers me is how these are two cities. First, let let me say this. I really believe that the police action basically I call it the city in Texas where the gunman killed 19 children. But Hispanic children. I believe if that was a white school with white children, there's no doubt in my mind we would have had a different reaction. And it blows my mind that nobody has yet to say that. It's, it's, it's frustrating, but it it is apparent in my eyes that we would have had a different reaction had those children been white. I, I believe that. I, I, I want to say I know that. When you look at the the new videos that have come out and you see the hesitation by the police department and you got an armed individual and he starts shooting and it's almost like I mean, it's, it, it showed a cowardly form of police preparedness. It's, it's sickening. But what irritates me more than anything is the structure of these two cities. Two cities, excuse me. Mm. It's, here is a city, to my understanding, Hispanic. Same thing with Ferguson, Missouri. Probably about 78. I think Ferguson was like 80% black. But yet the government of these places are controlled roughly by 20% of the population. And when I say control, white mayor... White city council, white police chief, white fire chief, white school board. How is that? How is how is this possible? Well, I mean, that's a rhetorical question. This is possible. This happens when people of color sit on their ass and don't get out and vote. This is another prime example of people of color saying dumb shit like we don't vote in small elections. We don't vote for the mayors. We don't vote in school board elections. how, How is it that you even have children and you don't participate in school board elections? How is it that a city like this in Texas Nearly 80% Hispanic, 80% of the children in the school Hispanic and your school board is all white. Same thing with Ferguson, Missouri, 80% black in the school, in the area and everybody there is white because you have to understand when you have a white mayor, He's going to hire the police chief. That police chief, if he's white, he's going to hire other police officers. The majority of them going to be white, going to be probably police officers wherever he came from. He's going to bring in his people. He's going to surround himself with his people. The mayor is going to hire a fire chief. The fire chief is going to bring in his own people from wherever he came from. School board. If it's mostly white, they're not focusing on curriculum that focus on ethnicity. They're not focusing on culture. They don't they don't think like that. They focusing on the school budget. So you're gonna get outdated books. You're gonna get books with Dick and Jane and Sally and their blonde hair, blue-eyed. And you're going to get those same books where the one black kid name is Jay. Not J-A-Y, but this motherfucking name was literally a ladder. J. I remember this from my elementary days. Jay. Now, Dick and Jane, a lot of people don't remember Dick and Jane. They had a dog, Spot, and they had a cat named Puff. J. letter J, he had a dog. His fucking dog name was Dog. He was so lazy or depicted so lazy, he couldn't even name his fucking dog. The dog was named Dog. This is what we were raised to read, particularly in the South. Me, I'm born in Newark, went to school, some grades in Newark, but I also went to school in North Carolina. When I say Newark, Newark, New Jersey, excuse me. Night and day in regards to the education. But it's just amazing how we sit on our asses, don't vote. In fact, with Ferguson, I haven't taken the time to break down the, um, the city in Texas. But I'm willing to bet it's the same thing. If white people are in these key positions, it's got to be. But I know in Ferguson, the voting ratio of the 80% of black people, the voter turnout, I think it was like 15%. Whereas the 20% of the white people, their voter turnout was like, I think it said 90%. And this is how they control this area, or oh, excuse me, that area. But then can't figure out why you got a police department that hesitated to defend the school in the neighborhood. Because in most cases, the majority of those police officers, their children weren't in that school. I bet the mayor, the city council, I bet I would love to know how many of those individuals, how many individuals of that police department had children in that school. And in regards to Ferguson, Missouri, I would love to know what changes have taken place since then. What's the percentage of voting and The city councilman, the mayor, police chief, fire chief. I would love to know what's the percentage of uptick in regards to people of color getting elected to these positions. I'm going to end it right there, because like I said, I can I can spend all day trying to catch up on this again was trying to hold out with my Facebook suspension, but it looks like they're not going to relinquish this hold on me. So like I said, pretty much please follow my Instagram, follow my Twitter. And also I do have a Facebook page and I have a Facebook group. You just type in the name and everything will come up. But like I said, I'm going to do, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. But one thing I can tell you, I'm not gonna watch what I say. You know, if it gets to the point where I lose privileges on all social media, so be it. I'm in the process of eventually, I'm gonna probably end up getting my own website. So that way I don't have to worry about being cut off. Might even try to use YouTube, but eventually probably say something that they don't like and they'll probably suspend me too. But either way, I believe that if it's meant for me to get my, my information out, it's going to get out. Until then, this has been another episode of There's a System to This Madness podcast. I am Osaze Shabazz. Please, please, please show your support. Like I said, follow my social media pages. Would love to hear your comments. Love to hear your ideals. Love to hear your corrections. Love to hear your views. Until then, stay safe. Uh, Be aware, COVID is not gone. Keep that mask, at least keep it handy. If you can, get those shots. Don't let this, you know, don't, don't get the belief that everything is going back to normal. I mean, we now hearing different variants. We got to accept the fact COVID is going to be a thing probably for a long, long while. But until then, God bless. Take care. Until next week. All right, guys, thanks for listening to There's a System to this Madness podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, be sure to like and subscribe. To continue the discussion that we had today, make sure to check out our Facebook page. See y'all next week.